0: Welcome to the Sun Records Podcast with Rockin' Ed. Episode 1, Sun, number 174, Jackie Boy and Little Walter, Blues in My Condition, Selling My Stuff. Folks, we're going to start out with number 174 because that's how Sun started with 174. Why he would pick a number that doesn't seem to have any? There's no 170 or 171 or 172 or not even a 100 or just 174. And this one doesn't even exist. Well, let me try to explain this here. Okay, Jackie boy, his name was Jack Kelly, a Memphis blues artist who had recorded for Vocalion during the 1930s, as a member of the South Memphis Jug Band, recorded for Vocalion Records. And Little Walter was actually Walter Horton. Uh, sometimes he was called Big Walter, but why they would call it Lil, call him Little Walter on this release, is beyond me because of, of course, the Little Walter Jacobs, you know, the famous, Chicago blues artist, Son Checker, who um, I don't think Juke had been recorded yet, but still, you know, Little Walter was somewhat well-known in Chicago, okay? So anyway, um, yeah, you're going to be hearing some various sounds. I- I'm unscripted, so, you know, bear with me. Maybe the dog will bark or my phone will go off or whatever, but just, we're just going to talk about this, all right? Uh, it was recorded on February 25th, 1952 at the Memphis Recording Service. Okay, 706 Union Avenue. And it was to be released on March 1st, 1952. It only came out as an acetate and uh, this is what happened. Um, Sam Phillips recorded this and um, sent several copies of the acetate to various people. Uh, These were dubs that were sent uh, to um, Guy on WHHM radio in Memphis. Uh, there's a guy named Teemer. That's all it says here in the um, in the notes. Teamer. I'm using the the Dutch website 706 Union Avenue sessions, and I was told that there were some inaccuracies here. And well, there could be. And you know, just you know, for the sake of of uh, you know, just for the sake of anything, <laughs> this guy named Teamer, who who is a DJ on WHHM. Uh, he had a 9 to Midnight Rhythm and Blues show. Uh, his name was Screamin' Eddie Teamer. Alright. Uh, there was also a dub that was sent to a guy named Jack the Bellboy at KWEM Radio. Alright. And then uh, what happened after that? They sent him the masters um, or the uh, the acetate dubs. Uh, the masters on March 10th 1952 were shipped to the Shaw record plant in Cincinnati. I I didn't know there was a shop uh, plant in Cincinnati. I know that at that particular time, King Records, you know, Sid Nathan owned that uh, pressing plant in his own building, you know, where he could record, you know, upstairs and then go downstairs and have the record mastered and labeled and everything. And then uh, somebody else in the room would, uh, in another room would would print up the uh, labels and print the covers and everything and then ship it out the next day or whatever. And then there was the right pressing plant in cincinnati and that was the one that was owned uh carl burkhart who uh was probably uh, best known for putting out dime store versions of popular pop rhythm and blues and country hits you know the um, oh the label that was uh, in cincinnati there were several queen city and big four hits um the label that uh, they put out a lot of uh, you know versions of songs that were uh, covers of the big of the big hits but uh, some of them are pretty good okay but anyway we're getting back to we're getting off track I do tend to go off in several different tangents and so you're just going to have to kind of bear with me here and hopefully I won't get too far off base Uh, this is only my second attempt of doing a podcast I was doing one Uh, called the b-sides turn the record over and i just kind of ran out of steam it just didn't catch on to me and then i got the idea to do this one because of the uh, website and uh was a guy on uh, facebook is on uh, i think on max max stevens has the sun records facebook page okay which is which is really really good because mac is probably one of the experts on sun records okay he's he owns the records that exist okay there's I think a couple that he doesn't but he owns these records and if you watch his YouTube channel called I buy old records you'll see he's done several videos of his son record collection well he doesn't have this one and the story was that uh, they were shipped to the Shaw you know record uh, plant in Cincinnati and then he sent some dubs uh Sam Phillips sent some dubs to Rufus Thomas. Okay? Cuz Rufus had his radio show. And whatever the case may be, I guess he got negative reaction from all three of these particular DJs. He said, "Nah, Sam, I don't think you got it this time. It doesn't it doesn't sound like it's going to be a seller." So, you know, Sam being his first release, he was kind of like, "Oh, yeah, I hate that. I got to turn that down. Sorry about that, folks." <laughs> But anyway, um, so Sam Phillips decided. No, I don't think I should release that record. So he doesn't. Okay. So what happens is, once Sun Number One Seventy Four uh, is shelved, he calls the pressing plant and says, "Folks, nope, don't press this one. I don't want it." Same thing with One Seventy Six, um, which I'll talk about a little bit later. But then there was 175 by Johnny London, which we are going to talk about in the next episode. So anyway, we're um, getting back to this. Uh, Sun 174 was never officially issued, and the acetates were pretty much lost. Um, there was a guy named Robert Lowers. He found an acetate bearing the label Sun 174. And then another guy, Steve Levere, found a fragment of the song on another acetate. So piecing those two together and the complete song is not on either one of them as far as I know. Or if it was, uh, the acetate was in such bad shape that they could only uh, use so much of it. So what they did was they uh, tried to clean it up the best they could. And that's what you heard. And I'm going to play you another little snippet of it before we get out of here. Um. The personnel on this, and, you know, getting to personnel on records, that's kind of like a jazz thing, you know? I, I can tell you who was on there, but it's, you know, it's not like those jazz people that, you know, they sit around talking about old recordings and, well, a Bix Beiderbecke was on Coronet and Louis Armstrong was on Second Trumpet and Gene Krupa played drums and, you know, all those jazz people, you know, they get in all of that stuff, you know? <laughs> but anyways, it's, it's Jack Kelly, as I told you before, uh, and then uh, Walter Horton known as Big Walter and Little Walter. So if they would have put this record out under Little Walter, they, you know, there definitely would have been some problems with chess because of uh, Little Walter Jacobs. And I always think about that movie, uh, Cadillac Records, which is about 99.9% inaccurate as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Um, you know, the, it has the character of Little Walter Riding in a car and he sees this dilapidated old uh, van or bus or whatever and has little Walter in his jukes and of course he knows it's not little Walter so he gets out of the car and goes which one of you guys and I'm I'm, I don't use you know bad words and so I'm not gonna you know I don't want any any cussing on my uh, podcast because uh, I want kids to hear it I've got explicit on here but that's only because in case I have to talk about something explicit but not uh, not words. I'm not going to be George Carlin here. I'm not going to be dropping bombs and things. So, um, anyways, he said, what's, which one of you guys is little Walter? Okay. And the guy identifies himself and then the character pulls out a gun and shoots him point blank, pop, you know, gets back in the car. That's a shame. People use my name like that. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. That's, um, uh, uh, so anyways, why would they use little Walter on a record that, uh, you know, would belong to another company? So. Obviously, the record does not exist. And the other guy playing on this is a legendary Memphis blues guy, Joe Hill Lewis. Mm-hmm. And Joe Hill Lewis recorded for a slew of labels. He's going to be coming up in 178. Just uh, about three releases. Okay. And he recorded for all kinds of different companies during the 1950s. And he was even on the Columbia label. Yes, Joe Hill Lewis was on the evil Red Columbia label in 1949. Alongside of Frank Sinatra and Roy Acuff and Gene Autry and Dinah Shore, all those people. Yeah, there was a Joe Hill Lewis record on Red Columbia. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, Jack Kelly, uh, what became of him? He died uh, quite uh, well shortly after the uh, this attempt. Uh, he died somewhere in late 1953, and uh, some sources said that he de- died in 1960. But Marion Keisker, I believe, uh, they found what, her notebook of of all the things that she had uh, written down about the artists and everything. So I think that's where the Dutch website is getting a lot of their information. And she had left Sun in 1957 to join the Air Force, and of course, you know, she later met up with Elvis Presley, and he gave her a hug and a kiss. And... He almost got in trouble because what are you doing kissing an officer? And it's yeah, I'm not gonna talk about Elvis right now. Anyway. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> um I'm not on, I'm not on any kind of meds either. Just I'm just nuts. So anyway, uh, meanwhile, back at the ranch where the Buffalo Room and the Cows make chips. Um was it Jack Kelly? Yeah, Jack Kelly died around 1953. Um, Walter Horton's uh you know lived a little bit longer and then you know joe hill lewis died in 1957 of tetanus he was doing garden garden work for uh, a family in memphis and he cut his thumb and it got infected and he got tetanus and he died you know when you get your tetanus shot when you're a kid well you can die of tetanus and i'm not going to get into anything of any other things that you can die of nowadays uh, but supposedly um Walter Horton is playing the kazoo. I don't hear any kazoo on on this side. I don't know if he did on the other side or not because the the other title does not exist at all. I mean they they've not found any uh any song blues in my condition of um anything. So any anyway, we just have this little snippet of um Jackie Boy and Little Walter. So I'm going to uh play you um a little bit more of this, and then um I'll be back. I know some of these podcasts might take longer, some might take shorter. I don't want to be too long on these uh, Something that you could listen to like two or three episodes of while you're riding in your car or you know in your office or whatever, but i'll I'm gonna play the um some more of this particular acetate, and then I'll be back. Hey, would you like to make your own podcast? Sure. Anchor is a free platform for podcast creation, and it's also beginner-friendly. It contains tools that allow users to record and edit audio, arrange it into podcast episodes, publish podcasts to listening platforms, and to even monetize content by collecting listener contributions or adding advertisements into episodes. And it's by Spotify, too, so you can listen to it on either Spotify or one of the other podcast hosting sites. Anchor is easy. And now, back to our program. I can drop a little way down in the lake. Catch cat, cat, fish, no need no business. You've my stuff. Well, I know a lot to know. I like to wave my baby. But anyway, well, this is the first episode, so I don't know how bad it was, but. Uh... If you want to get in touch with me, uh, my name's Ed Pauly. Uh, many of you might be friends of mine on Facebook, P-A-U-L-I. Um, Rockin' Ed's the name I've just used for years as a um, DJ. I used to actually do live DJing stuff, you know, wedding receptions and all that crap. And <laughs> got tired of bridezillas and all that. So, um, I'm trying to set up somewhat of a sponsorship, uh, here someplace, um, or a place where you can leave tips, I've got a PayPal account. And you can uh, go to my, uh, my email, ed one at AOL.com. That's R-O-C-K-I-N-E-D, the numeral one, at AOL. Well, that uh, wraps up the first version of the podcast. And as I say, I don't do any big productions on it. So I'll just uh, say, hey, we'll catch you next time.